<laughs> over time you're just gonna have like a like a couple of like just real big dents in that spot. <laughs> the same place <laughs> every time. It's like water just over time, it's eroding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be a hole straight through. <laughs> we made a good move for Prime Day. That wooden porch swing that's on there. I mean, we never sit on that thing. We have a porch swing, and then we have um, like a you know normal slat kind of swing, which is basically reserved for my niece at this point. But we never sit in that porch swing because it's old, it's uncomfortable. We've yet to find one we really like that didn't cost like literally a thousand dollars. Prime Day, they had these uh, like hammock swings. So instead of having you know one whole swing, you put one on each one of those hooks because they have their own little like A frames in them. Um, really good reviews. Actually on sale. Like I did the the research, we got them for about forty dollars a piece, and they're literally just like a pop into your own little hammock kind of thing. We have a hammock stand and a hammock we put up sometimes. Shannon knows. He remembers this. Uh, <laughs> the hammock at our house. When he the fell one out that, of. No, the one that we fell out of while oh, okay. he was there. What, why would I be in their hammock? <laughs> Lindsay? Well, you couldn't be because the frame broke while you were here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why she thinks that I would invade somebody else's there. hammock. I've never <laughs> well, been in a mean, hammock. I never we will. Okay. put it back up because, you know, we used to lay in there with Parker and both of us have been like, yeah, it's that hurts a lot. I don't want to do that anymore. So we'll get our own little hammock swings and do it that way. Boy, that... That fucking day. <laughs> so Shannon comes to the house. is just talking to us. We're laying in the hammock the whole time he's in there talking. Then he looks out in the back of the yard and goes, there's a snake. And there was just like a big snake crossing our backyard. Just kind of some kind of rat snake. But we both turned to look like, wait, what? And at the same time, that was when the frame decided to give up. And so we just <laughs> collapsed to the ground. Thank God Parker wasn't. I don't think Parker was honest, was he? You were holding him, I think. Yeah, I, I was either point. holding him or he was over there. And then the snake smelling food on the ground immediately attacked them, and I fended the snake off. The snake was probably <laughs> about, what would you say, Hunter, about seven foot tall, about 600 pounds? And, At least, and yeah. I, and I fended it off with a fork and a Bible, <laughs> and the snake, the snake could not handle it. Also, I've been recording for a few minutes now because I'm not doing that thing we always do where we talk for 30 minutes before the show. We talk about interesting things, then we get on the show, everybody clams up. Now, so we're to be, so tonight's conversation, material. tonight's conversation was about bees and hammocks. Uh, unfortunately, I lost a lot of the bee talk because I, I finally... Oh, by the way, welcome to Podzilla 1985 After Dark. My name is Shannon Young. With me, of course, tonight, we have Jesse Kimball. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Wolfgong. Oh. Shelby Chan. Hello. And Huntu Kuhn. Hello. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. Anyway, so <laughs> I finally today installed Oculus. I got Oculus, or Meta, I'm sorry. I got Meta Quest working on my PC, which is something I've been meaning to do for 10 months. And since I since we I moved into this house, and since I did that, it changed the settings on all my audio stuff. Everything is trying to go through the Oculus, the Meta Head Quest now. So I had to go back in and change all my Head settings. Quest. Yeah, it's Meta. It's I not, don't care for that. It's I like not to, Oculus anymore. No, it's, now meta. it's not meta. It's Meta. I don't like that at all. So unfortunately, I, I don't had like to, the I had to term Head Quest. It sounds like something that like a like a a bad teacher would do on a day that they drank too much the night before. And that's all right, kids today you'll be doing a head quest while I get over this hangover. I was going to say, I was going to say, it sounds like something you you try to do with work wife. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. 
Oh, no. oh, He's not, not even here, oh, man. The, I don't know what you're talking. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I just didn't say any names. I'm just saying. So anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, in the news today, joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I should have ordered something because I'm hungry. Lindsay, what are you eating? Give me that. I don't know. <laughs> Give me that. So we do have some news in the news today. <laughs> oh, really? Boy. There's news in the news? <laughs> uh, a lot of it sir, c- centers around Donald Trump. I don't know if you guys no. heard of all this. Yeah. What? Yeah. You mean the hotel guy? The failed steak guy. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard his first wife passed away. All right. Today. I got to go change failed. the name in the group chat real quick. Ivana Trump died today at like 73, I think. She was the mother. Really? Yeah, she was the mother, of, for those that don't know, of Don uh, Jr., um, Eric, and Ivanka. So I'm going to I'm gonna restrain from making fun of them tonight, only because even if you're a scumbag, losing your mother is still tough. So I'm not going to make fun of them. So I'm not, I'm not going to touch that subject. However, I will mention that... The January 6th committee came out with a bunch of new stuff, too, and that is worth talking about, including the fact that apparently Donald Trump has tried to contact people who have yet to testify, and those people, instead of taking his phone call, uh, basically told the committee, hey, this dude's trying to get a hold of us. So there's potential witness tampering in the January 6th committee, and nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, <laughs> like, what's cool... What fool doesn't think there's already been like that hasn't already been witness tampering? Yeah, like, but this is blatant yeah. witness oh, yeah. tampering. This isn't like a you know a, a hey come come take a ride with me and then they go to a back alley where Donald Trump's just sitting back there in a you know in a trench coat. This is like flat out Donald Trump calling the guy going, "Hey, I heard you were going to testify next week. Do me a favor and and don't, and, and don't do that and don't do that. Don't do that thing you're going to do. Uh, I will cut you a check after you testify." Well, but aren't you broke? Hey. I didn't we don't need to talk about right that right now. I'm right. Just, I'm not liquid right now. I'm going to cut you a check, but don't do me a favor. Don't cash it till the first, okay? Just hold on to it. <laughs> hold on to it for a couple weeks. I can't liquid, regardless of whether we're talking about assets or not, and not immediately think of liquid, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's worth noting that uh, the President of the United States uh, receives, I think, what, like 260, 270,000 per year after their president. They they get yeah. they get paid forever. Like they have a forever. Yeah, you job. get an, you draw an annual salary for the rest of your life uh, if you get elected president. Which I think is kind of stupid. I mean, you're not president anymore. I'm not still getting paid from GameStop. I don't. Not only that, it, it's but not get, as bad as you thought. It's two hundred nineteen thousand. I, I okay. thought it was like two forty. It's it's close to two twenty. Okay. You also get your own, uh, like, <clears throat> I think you get like two Secret Service agents. You get your own. Oh, yeah. yeah. Security yeah, detail. Security. Yeah, they yeah. add an extra word to your title. Now you are a former president. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You get an extra word. And if you're Donald Trump, you're former president who was only elected once. Huh. And what? What? Their their pension is also equal to so so it's not just like a static number. It's not president former presidents get this. They get a pension equal to the salary of the cabinet secretary. As of twenty twenty, it was two hundred nineteen thousand two hundred dollars per year. Oh, so yeah, yeah, they have forever jobs. Whoa, whoa, 
A former president's spouse may also be paid a lifetime annual pension of $20,000 if they relinquish any other statutory pension. So just tack that on there. So Melania is going to make 20000 for the rest of her life regardless? For doing nothing, basically, from the I, sound of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. 20000 a year for someone like Melania Trump. That's I mean, Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's chump change. No. <laughs> that's chump change. In, in general, that's... But that's she's also getting it for doing nothing. That's walking right? around money is what As that it, is. That's Little Caesar's money right there. Uh-huh. That's what my grandpa used to call it. My dad's dad, when uh, I would go like work with him to help him do plumbing stuff in the summer. He was, what are you? What are you looking for? A little walking around money? Is that what you yeah. want? Yeah, something to wet your. You do it just to fuck with bit. me, and I'm like, yes. And you know so, I want it. Please give me the ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> my God, Final We're going Fantasy to the comic eight. book store. Right? I need. <laughs> I need to rent Final Fantasy VIII for the weekend. Just give me the ten. <laughs> also, am I, am I the only one hearing the like the whispers about the coming blight? Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yes. Um, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who are so you talking to? That's really weird. He's out of his mind. <laughs> that's that's really weird about the president, though. Just tell that boy he didn't make any sense. I can't. Yeah. Please, please, please elaborate on the blight. So, so no cap. Today I was at work, and uh, I when I have you know I have some moments of free time, and I'll look up stuff on the computer, and I usually go to CNN see what's interesting. And one of the articles they had was you know signs that uh, signs to look out for that someone maybe you know. Uh, suicidal or about to take their own life. So I, I clicked it and I was reading through it because I it was interesting. And then something happened, so I had to go work on something and I forgot to unclick it. So then the next person came into work and they log- they were on the computer and they saw what I was reading. And I looked at him and he looked at me and I was just like, it's not what you think. I I already know these signs. Don't worry about it. You know, like keep just going with your day job. Anyway, those whispers get louder. So what about the blight? Right. That's what I want to know. That's what I'm curious about. You remember Blight Town? That's from. Uh, I'm talking. the Dark Souls. It is. I'm talking to Shelby specifically here. Do you remember Blight Town? Yes. It was terrible, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like if you lived in a place that like that in real life, like if it actually existed, if that was what the world turned into, you wouldn't enjoy it, would you? Oh God, no. With the monsters and the demons and and the whispers. Where's I'm gonna go do a thing. I want to know where this is going. though. I'm listening. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> He's taking us on a uh, a train ride that just goes in circles. So th- this this is a little bit of old news. Apparently, it, like it hit in November, but I never saw it until now. Did you did you see that Weird Al Yankovic roasted Kid Rock on Twitter in November? Why did he post a picture of Kid Rock? <laughs> no, uh, basically the tweet just said like. For all of those congratulating me on my parody or my parody song of Kid Rock, just know that's actually Kid Rock in his own music video. There <laughs> was it that video from Osmosis Jones where he's talking about banging a child. <laughs> no, this one is shockingly somehow worse. Uh, see, the song is called "Don't Tell Me How to Live," and I'm guessing oh, that's a very Kid Rock title. Yeah, they they definitely played that at a Trump rally. Oh, oh yeah. Don't tell me how to uh, live. I'll I want to bang high school girls. I will. 
So I'm just gonna hit you with the like the the first part uh, after the chorus here. I'm a moonshine sipper, straight slipping in the darkness. Far from heartless, I'm more like the sharpest tool in the shed. No, I've never been the smartest, but make no mistake, I hit the fucking hardest. That sounds like that was taken directly from like one of those freestyle battles like Bob posted in the chat the other day. <laughs> like no part of that y'all, makes and me they all already cool. know the rules, so we don't need to go over that. <laughs> See, and I, I was but y'all don't have forty five seconds. Here's the rules. <laughs> High school trench coat kid writes slam poetry. Oh, uh, hey, here's a few lines me. later for you, Shannon. That was me. Um, Shannon, did you write Bucka Bucka? You ain't no! stop a motherfucker no, no, like no, this. No, stop. Kiss my hand. Then you can suck a dick sideways, my way or the highway. Listen up. You, Please tell me somewhere there is the phrase woozle wuzzle. I feel like you should lose all credibility in a street song and a rap song if you use the words bucka bucka. <laughs> I need you to know that Kid Rock has never in any way had credibility in the streets. No. Kid Rock, it is, it, I feel it pertinent to mention every time, even though I know every person here knows it. Kid Rock is like, is as fake as they get. I'm trying to think of a like fake blank, but like he, he is not the image that he puts out there. He did not come, he came from a rich family. He went to a boarding school he had everything handed to him in life. And then what he did was he took on the persona of somebody who came up from the wrong side of the tracks sure, and made you think that he is like, Oh, this like trailer trash piece of crap. He's, the hardest no, he's, motherfucker he's ever met. trash, but he's never sure. been in a trailer in his life. Okay. Now you're going to tell me Larry, the cable guy is not actually that way either. Shannon, I have terrible news. Oh no, not Larry. <laughs> <laughs> he have, like... Larry. He's got like two PhDs or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I, he went I, to college and got her done. <laughs> yeah, got her did. Cause didn't he go to like an Ivy League? No, he didn't go to Ivy. I, League. It wasn't right. Ivy League, but it was. It was. No, he got. Yeah. I think he got poison Ivy at college. Is what you're thinking of? It's still very <laughs> funny to me that that you know you Eminem Lawrence and Kid Rock Wick. coming up at the same time. Eminem legitimately grows up in a trailer park, wrong side of the tracks in Detroit. Um, and slowly yeah. but surely, like comes up from that to make a name for himself and get out of that life. Kid Rock goes, hmm, I could be a shittier version of that. And hopefully draw some attention to myself. I'm, and he did. I'm so torn on Eminem. I mean, just talking about Eminem, there's something we've never talked about on the show before. Uh, I like Eminem, but like some of the things he said, some of his lyrics, like not just the yeah. misogyny yeah. toward his ex wife and uh, the homophobic slurs he's used repeatedly. Uh, it, it gets sometimes I go ah, I don't know about this Eminem kid but then sometimes mm-hmm. and there was that time do you remember years ago when he I forget what award show he was at and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog was there oh yeah and tried to get got an interview feud with him. got into a feud with Eminem Eminem's yeah. bodyguards actually like grabbed Triumph the Insult Comic Dog and boy they had a field day with that but then at the same time I saw a clip the other day of another award show where Sasha Baron Cohen was like dressed up as like a cupid or an angel or something with his, but it was it was like his bare ass was sticking out, and he was flying above the crowd, and something happened, and he fell directly onto Eminem with his ass in Eminem's face, and Eminem trying to like get away, and it was all staged. It's all staged, but right. like the fact that he would do that, so I can't tell if Eminem is like 
in on it and he's okay, or if he's like, I don't know, I man. Mean, Eminem remember, is an enigma. You remember the performance he did with with Elton John of uh, of Stan? I think it was at the MTV Movie yeah. Awards or yeah. Video Music Awards or something. That's why he gets and to use the was, homophobic slurs. Well, see, that was it was the thing. Like that was coming on the heels of that, and that was meant to be his like way of going. No, see, I'm. I'm, I'm cool. not like that. That's just what my character is like. Eminem is kind of dangerous in the same way that a lot of wrestlers are, in that he has this this persona, persona of like yeah. Eminem's not a real person. Marshall Mathers is the guy, and I'm not like that. But Eminem is, and so when I perform, I have to beat him. For the record, I'm not condoning or defending any of it, but that seems to be the like that's his rationale. He has this delineation, yeah, um, yeah. That's so that's that's I'm. Yeah, there it is. When he has the wig on, he's ha- no. Um, yeah, no. It's it's. I, I'm also kind of back and forth on on Eminem. It's been a long time since I've really like listened to a lot of anything that he did. And then sometimes I'll, I'll come across him and be like, "Man, this is really good." And then you listen to the lyrics and go, "Oh, that's horrible. Don't say that. Please <laughs> stop say, saying those things. Don't say that word. Stop talking about killing kids in a school shooting. Please don't do that." That's bad. Did he do that song? Bad thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. There was a song on the Marshall Mathers LP on his second album where he, um, and it's, it's censored, even in the, un, even in the like, you know, uncensored version, um, the line is censored and he says something about taking kids from Columbine and then it cuts out. And I remember even as a kid being like, what the fuck is that? Because it's on the like fringe of the internet. He mentions years later in Rap God that came out like, I don't know, five or six years ago in that like six minute song, he says something to the effect of now that I'm not as popular, um, let's see if they censor me this time. And then he says it and it's full blown. And basically he says, take a bunch of kids from Columbine. And he talks about, you know, put them all in a line and add all these. He starts mentioning guns because he ends with an tech nine. Um, and he got it through that time. And it's like, why, why, man, why are you going to bring that up? Was that necessary? That feels weird. That same song is another one where you use lots of homophobic <laughs> slurs. Yes, and it's what's weird too is in that same one he's using them as saying like, "Oh, that was people picking on me," and then they got their comeuppance. Yeah, because I think he mentioned so Ray J and uh, right. Yeah, yeah, fabulous, fab, fa- or fab, fabulous. I fab- think it was pronounced fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Lindsay yeah. doesn't. Lindsay has no idea what we're talking about. Lindsay, you know, rap god. No. The, the the shark from Toy Story wrapped it. I mean, I just know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that little bit is all I know. It's a, it's a funny bit. It's a good bit. All I, bits are good bits. Everybody likes bits. The new Resident Evil yes. came out today. I got to watch that. I've heard it's good. Um, I have not heard it's good. I have heard it's bad. Well, I've not heard, hearing good things. I've heard differing things. Then Shannon, I have heard that in the first thirteen minutes, a character utters the line, "That's why I only read Zootopia porn." Please tell me why that happens in a Resident Evil show. Look it up. Tell me I'm wrong, because uh, that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. There he goes, <laughs> and he's out. Unfortunately, I can't dip right. out of myself a favor Anywho. and look up Resident Evil Zootopia and leave out the last word. I'm here. gonna look up Zootopia um, porn real quick and see what kind of hits I get. Oh, yeah, no, uh, here's the Vulture article, the premiere recap. I mean, it's gonna it be a whole bunch of foxes and bunnies together. And they mention that line specifically. So, um, for the record, yeah, I saw, I found the. Uh, it was in I'm Back. Uh, a dinosaur the, story the song. Uh, no, so the. <laughs> 
Uh, I take seven kids from Columbine, stand them all in line, add an AK-47, a revolver, and a nine, a Mac-11, and it ought to solve the problem of mine, and that's a whole school of bullies shot up all at one time. Just so that, he basically that like says that word for word in Rap God. I was I had to look it up. There's a lot of lyrics, and then he comes back in uh, Darkness is the uh, the other song that he comes back and tries to say something about it again. Shannon, the line uh, that I see from the Google search results says Jade tries to scandalize her umbrella handler by offhanding that she quote mostly just reads Zootopia porn. Why? Why? I hope Why you, is that? I hope your source on that is accurate because Jesse will be fact-checking it. Now nah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about that. I want to know about Eminem talking about kids from Columbine because I've never heard about that. So yep. I wanted to get yeah, like I, I said, get, in the original... I, hope that, I was hoping that I could get it sooner so I could like add into Hunter's story. I'm like, yes, this is the lyric you were talking about, Hunter. Yeah, I, don't back, uh, I, I don't see the harm in it. I don't see the harm in it. Am I the only one that... Did, uh, probably like, 20 years. I would have known that lyric by heart. I don't. I don't see what the big deal is about that lyric. I mean, like, it can't be any worse than anything else anyone's ever rapped about. Um, I mean, he's talking about shooting up a bunch of kids in school. Like, that's... well, he's not talking about doing it himself. He's saying basically the problem is that because it's all being allowed and no one's allowed to talk about it, we can solve the problem by just letting it happen. But no one's even letting him say that. I mean, they've yeah, they've made those... a movie about that. It was called Battle Royale. Battle Royale. In that same in that same um, in that same vein. Oh, what was that single? He did a single where he mentions Marilyn Manson, and it was from that same album. It's the one that's on the triplet beat, and I cannot think of it off the top of my head. But he mentions outright that, you know, uh, what does he say? When a dude's getting bullied and shoots up a school and they blame it on Marilyn and the heroin, uh, where were the parents at, is what he said. Basically, at the same time, he, Marilyn Manson, all these other guys were getting blamed. You know, it was was anything but actual parenting or taking care of your kids. It's the music they listen to. It's the shows they watch. It's the video games they play. And we've been over that ad nauseum. Yeah. But It's in in the song The Way I Am, yeah. The Way I Am. That's the one I was trying to think of. It's on that that, uh, triplet beat, that little three, four time. It also features Marilyn Manson. Which yes, in, yeah, which, he's in the video. I remember that. In hindsight, probably don't want to latch <laughs> yeah, your boat to that one. Not so much anymore with the. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, like that because that, yeah, that you know stuff came out later. Like, who would have thought that hitching your boat to Bill Cosby was a bad idea? That's true. <laughs> of all the, bo- of he was a- America's dad. <laughs> Oh, he made uh, a that's killer what's wrong drink. with America. If if you would have gone back, <laughs> gone back like fifteen years and shown a picture of like Mike Tyson and Bill Cosby and say who would be a more well respected and beloved family man by the mid two thousands and late two thousand twenties, it it wouldn't have been Mike Tyson. Who also ah that's a bad one too because he also went to jail for rape. <laughs> I saw uh, just before we came in here, Sarah and I were flipping through some stuff on TikTok, and I wish I could remember now. Uh, what her name is, but you guys remember the Emmett Till case? Yes. Uh, and the woman that was involved, did you hear about that? They, yeah, they she found said, the, uh, the warrant for her. And she said she didn't actually want him killed. Uh, and the fact they can't do anything about it because they can't find proof that she <coughs> recanted. That's the thing. And here's, here's, here's what I think is interesting, though, outside of that stuff. Um, the moment it came up, the people that were defending it were saying, oh, she's like 70-something, if I remember correctly. She's 78, she's 79 years old. You know, do you really want to throw a 79-year-old woman in jail? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. 
That is a, oh, yeah, a woman that like so lied to get a kid savagely beaten. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, she's, she's been out all this time. Yeah. Stolen time, time she should mm-hmm. not have had outside there. You know, also, Oh, she's an old woman. He was a kid. He's dead. He won't yeah. get that time back at all. Right. So that is yes, time. throw her in jail, throw her in jail and make her the rest of her life miserable. I hope she rots and dies in there. There's, like, that is time there's she's absolutely. Stolen from Emmett till. There's no yes. one else that could be punished for it because the two men that did the heinous act both died years ago. Neither of them right. ever faced jail. Neither of them ever got jail time for it. They were both found not guilty <laughs> by a jury of white people almost immediately. Who would have thought? And and she is the last survivor. So yeah, absolutely. Someone's got to be held accountable for this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean they're they're throwing hundred and one year old Nazis in jail. I think we can we can do this too. Why not? It's it's you not know, really gonna yeah. it's not it's not much considering what you know what happened but it's something at least damn it well and also I mean it's just like with any other thing if somebody's killed you can't bring them back there's nothing we can do about that in terms of of uh, fully rectifying the situation but that that's where this comes into you know is it closure in some way for families is it some sort of you know restitution then yeah fucker do it throw her in or just shoot her. No, wait. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to do that? it. I'm writing a rap song about it. <clears throat> Give me up in a few minutes. <laughs> it's called The Way I'm Not. It's it's called The Way I Would Be if I wasn't recording this and posting it to the internet. <laughs> where both of our listeners are going to be like, hey. And I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll be like, it's okay, Michaela. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> no one on YouTube will know. <laughs> Yes, I man. was I was shook this morning, man. I was going through my liked videos on YouTube because I have very few, and I saw that I liked. It's one that you weren't on. Weirdly, Price brought his camera in, and it's me, him, and I think Asa. Yeah, that was the um, when we decided to do the live action, and I was going through a very personal thing at the time, and yeah. uh, I hadn't slept in days, and everybody was like, "No, you're going to take these pills, and you're going to go home and rest." So yeah. you guys ended up doing it without me, and. I think that was one of the first videos we posted. We always planned on doing yep. actual video content. You know, Jesse had and Asa had talked about the uh, what what is it? The uh, spin the kings, irresponsible spin monsters. Yes, the irresponsible, the yeah. irresponsible spin monsters. Unboxing. Yeah, yeah. but which actually, uh, so fun fact, Asa bought a bunch of stuff that like it was a uh, Pokemon cards that he was going to unbox for that channel specifically. Has he still not unboxed them? Correct. No, ah! he sold. I thought he and sold then, them already. Also correct. So oh. he ended up, yeah, so he uh he didn't ever open them and he found them after he moved like in a box still sealed and everything and he looked up the prices. Uh yeah, the, he moved those things for I think a, he got a total of like 700 bucks out of it. Holy Yeah, Lord, I like vaguely remember him telling me about cards. it. Mm. And Logan Paul Tell me I'm irresponsible them. now. <laughs> <laughs> And Logan Paul purchased them and turned them all into NFTs. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Going as the Spin King was my favorite Halloween costume I think I've ever done. It was just, that a, was cheap, awesome. just a cheap crown and a giant check that Lindsay made for me. <laughs> the most good Halloween for everybody. That was, a, was that year. That, that was a good Halloween. Same year Jesse was Kevin Owens, if I remember correctly. Asa was Johnny Cash. Johnny Lindsay Cash, was yeah. Catbug. Was that my Han Solo year? I think that was the year I busted out the Han Solo the first time. That picture of you that we put on Gaming Grounds where you're just like, 
Yeah. yeah <laughs> what are you going to do? They got you got a surge in one hand, I got a blaster in the other. Who knows? There's so I never really remember Halloweens. I remember the lead up to getting dressed in the costume. Then a lot of alcohol is involved. <laughs> and and a- you are welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then this year, it's Shannon's day. turn. <laughs> for No, I'm doing cocaine. No, you're not. I said what I said. <laughs> I've I've made a vow to myself, and no one can stop me that by the end of the year I will have done cocaine. So see, here's how I know he's full of shit. This boy loves Pepsi, not Coke. I know better. He's not gonna do that. He's not gonna do it. I got him. I got him. I saw it happen. This is the first. I think this is the first after dark I've done where I haven't been drinking in months. So that's surprising. That's surprising. That's good. I think I'm drinking. You might need a break. I think I'm drinking too much. I, really, I agree. I really do. I also, and I agreed with you. <laughs> and I, I don't think I'm drinking for the right reasons. I'm not drinking for enjoyment. I'm drinking to make the phone calls go away. And that fucking, <laughs> that fucking whispering. I anyway, uh, because I've been looking at. Do you leave your VR on lately, and you're just hearing things? I was a little surprised to find out that uh, if if you're watching like cholesterol or looking into it, that and this is from the Mayo Clinic that they're okay with a like a most um, like men our age because they delineate between men and women um, having like one drink per day. Yeah, I was like, that seems like. Oh. Still, kind of a lot. Maybe not necessarily for your cholesterol, but one glass. We don't have one drink a day. One glass of whiskey a day has a lot mm-hmm. of health benefits to it. See, I thought you were going to say wine. Wine, you might get away with one glass of red wine a day, like with dinner. You might get away with that. I'm dead serious. Look up whiskey. Look up the health benefits of whiskey. I'm not joking. I, I'm not. Jo- How much whiskey, Shannon? One right. glass. One full glass. You drink a fucking. That's what I was gonna say. You drink a juice glass. That's the problem. You don't have like a Collins glass or a right. You don't even drink whiskey out of a Collins glass. You drink a rocks glass, little guy. I I, so, I usually only drink a third of the glass. I never drink a full full glass unless I've, I'm really hearing whispers. But they don't have time to talk about that. We don't have time to talk about the nightmares that show me the end of the world and how our genitals will bleed of their own accord. Instead, we've got a top five we got to get to, Lindsay. Oh? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I mean, someone else picked the topic this week because I've been sick all day. Oh, yeah. Who picked it? Was it Jesse? It was Jesse. It was. Jesse, we got a top five tonight. <laughs> Okay, well, it's, it's so it's not a it, it's not a top five for once. Uh, it's just five actors that immediately sell a movie for you. It doesn't mean the movie is going to be good, but it's going to be something like you see the actors and you're like, yes, I will watch this film because this actor is in it. Hmm. I can only think of two. That's bad. I need to that think doesn't of- seem accurate. Yeah, I'm sure I, you'll come up with more as you go. I think as soon as you hear names, you're going to start going, ah, oh, yep. dang it. No, no, no. Actors, <laughs> actors don't sell me on movies. It's the legitimately director. director. Directors or... Yeah. yeah, you know what? Can I put directors I on my can list? I think of some actors off the top of my head who you would... If I told you somebody was in that, that, that person was in a movie, you'd go, all right, I'll check it out. Well, and I also feel like a lot of directors pair themselves with certain actors. Like, they will write roles mm-hmm. with certain people. That's definitely true. That and is they correct. know how to do like, it. So you, you see them a lot in the well, specific Shelby. See, Shannon. Yes. Shelby, have you seen this Monsters trailer? <laughs> I have. Have you seen this fucking thing? No. 
It's, um, it's I showed it. I showed it to Sarah last night as we were laying. Down. I was like, "Oh, I got to brush my teeth real quick." Here, watch this while I'm going. And while I'm brushing my teeth in the other room, I just hear, "Why is it so bad?" Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the thumbnail, and the thumbnail is terrible. Well, I yeah, mean, like they it's just weird. They straight up like they they took like the campy ass show from uh-huh. the '70s, and they're like, "Here's a movie," but it's like. I, I think probably the best criticism I've seen of it over. is Jesus Christ, cats. <laughs> the best criticism I've seen of it so far is this is a comedy, right? When does it get funny? When are the funny parts coming? Because currently it's not. It's corny then, as hell. <laughs> but then, and then there's a bunch of boomers and kids that couldn't watch anything other than TV land. They're like, ha <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it's our time to shine. This absolutely <laughs> looks like an SNL movie trailer. Yes, <laughs> it looks fake. Yeah, it looks yeah, it super low look budget. Real. No, yeah. it looks low budget. It looks like a joke. You know, like, the, the... and that's that's the comment that I that I had. Like this, like if if you had presented this to me and said like they tried to make a monsters movie in the early '80s and they colored it, here is an HD remaster of that trailer, yep. and I'd uh-huh. be like, I believe you that that is what that is. My yes. favorite part is that I don't have a door to my section of this house <laughs> so i can't stop the cats from coming down here and knocking my shit i mean would you like you have a basement door, to open my door no. back up no, so that you don't have to have them stairs, his room immediately opens up and oh, yeah sure. my office is an open door and then my bedroom and my bathroom has doors but yeah my space is just completely open they already broke the uh the um what is it called Lindsay? diffuser what infuser whatever your wax melter yes my wax melter that someone had 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 purchased for me so that's shattered behind me i still haven't cleaned you also had it sitting on top of one of your game stools which is not flat well you know what's Uh what's crazy what's crazy though is that in the in the months before we got the kittens it fell down zero times since we got the kittens knocking against it since we got the kittens it's fallen one time and that was all it took (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was it. It's and crazy. Crazy how that Would works Would you like out. me to come fetch them? No, they're not so, down here now. I don't know where they're at. So Jesse and I like to do puzzles, and the one thing Sylvie loves to do is undo the puzzles. Uh, be it from jumping up on the table and missing and then grabbing in the middle of the puzzle and pulling it off the table with her. Or just <laughs> yeah. like getting on the table and being like, and it's undone. Redo it. Yeah, cats are she assholes. Not- we had a stack of puzzles sitting on a table that I don't know how she did it. Or no, it was the drying rack. Yeah, it was the drying rack. So, yeah, we had a... So, for a while, like, I, well, not for a while, like, after we do the puzzles, we glue them. And then Shelby hangs them up in her art room. Like, you guys may have seen them on the 4th of July. There's many puzzles hung up. Uh, so, we had, I think, four puzzles sitting on her drying rack that we hadn't yet, like, glued down. And somehow the cats broke one of the legs to the drying rack... Oh no! And tipped it over, and suddenly we had a really, really big, complicated puzzle to do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sylvie put us in expert mode. Yeah. <laughs> like we heard the bang, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's not good." <laughs> and I think Jesse goes, "Did you leave the cats out?" And I went, "No." Yes. <laughs> and immediately run into the other room. And I'm like, 
you done? <laughs> Shannon hears those cats right now. I, He's I looking at his head. Oh, yeah. they, no, they just, they just tromped past my door and back down again. I heard. Yeah. You have tiny horses now. It's horse time. I never, right. I never found. So I was looking for a horse costume for Sylvie when she was really Tally. little. Tally. yes. When she was really little. because She had these long-ass fucking legs and a teeny tiny body and this long fucking face. She remember was, that. She was deformed, horse. yes. Yes. She looked weird. She grew into all of her legs. Inbreeding does I that. I everywhere. I even went to find like one of those uh, life-size Barbie horse accessories. So I could put a little saddle on her and take a picture and have a tiny horse. <laughs> I couldn't find anything. It was all for dogs and it was too big for her. She was desperately trying to do this, Shannon. My for you. My tiny <laughs> horse. My tiny horse. He's extra tiny today. All right. I let's... for so long. Let's let's get this nonsense over with. Let's start with, with the man who thought up the the top five, Shelby. <laughs> Swerved a bit finally. Flip the script on you. Do I legitimately get to go? You I get thought to go. it was coming back around. I thought we were boomeranging this and he was going back to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm very tempted to hit you with that Dennis Reynolds like, nope, it's going back to Jesse. A lot of swerves in this. Keep up. But no, we're going <laughs> to we're right, gonna keep it. Away, Natalie Dormer. <clears throat> oh, that's a good call. You're, I love Natalie Dormer. You're immediately disqualified because she did that Suicide <laughs> Forest movie and it was... Yeah. Listen, I said that like not all the movies that these individuals are in are going to be winners, but it mean just because they're in it means you are going to watch it. I absolutely like love this woman though. Like I, the first time I ever actually saw her because she's in a lot of the BBC stuff because she's from the UK. She's not an American actress. Yeah, I had to look her up because I have no clue who that name is. Game of Thrones. She was Marjorie Tyrell in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was also. Which in I have not watched. And that was the first time I'd seen her, but in Hunger Games she was a lot younger and I couldn't I didn't recognize her face and I don't think she had She was the the one the one of the big propaganda uh people. Either way, like uh, like if I Oh, okay, she's the film the director with the shaved head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why I don't know. She was um, one of the best parts of Game of Two accurate. Yes. Oh yeah, my god, I love her. Too. Did you like, see that su- that Suicide Force movie? I did not. Yeah, you, not me. Like it, it's, it, I I say that, but like I went to go see it with an ex, and we were fighting when I watched it. So maybe I need to watch it again and give it a better chance because it was beautifully done. Oh, and it, it is. You mean the movie where the trees make people die? Nope, nope. That's the happening. <laughs> that's the, have you never, Lindsay? You know about the and Suicide Force in Japan, don't no! you? Okay, that I know about. Yes. Yeah, everybody knows about the Suicide Force in Japan. I, I'm not going to try to she pronounce it. But uh, yeah, she played sisters, twin sisters, or something like that. It's I. Uh, it starts the with an A. No, the actual force. The name of the movie. Oh, the actual force. Okay. Uh, it is the uh, yeah. Japan. Aoki Gahara. Aoki Gahara. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say because I think Steve Aoki's name is pronounced Aoki, spelled A O K I. So if that's right, then. Yeah. Aoki Gahara. I do believe you were correct. So yeah, uh, it, it's a, it's an okay movie. It's it's fine. I I should watch it again. It's fine. It, it was okay. It was okay. And there's like, a cat in the lab. Very <laughs> does not look happy to be on TV. Yeah. And then there's a cat in the background who's about to jump on Lindsay's stuff again. Look at her little butt wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, you might want to stop that from happening back it. there. Yeah. 
Think about it. <laughs> Let's go to. She's going to the stuffed animals that she knocked over before. She wants to see if they're going to attack. <laughs> Lindsay, you don't have to keep them in there. You can let them. Anyway, let's go to Jessie. She knows oh, what she's doing. <laughs> okay, my turn. You said. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with my ultimate guilty pleasure actor, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Shut up. Just. I mean, like, I, I know that, especially now, it's like one in, one in three hit, but, like, if Adam Sandler's in it, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> It'll probably be bad, but I'm going to have fun. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, Sandler's think, kind of been killing it lately with those films. Uncut yeah, Gems. Uncut Gems and The it's Hustle when he gets away are from both. Netflix. Oh, Hubie Halloween, are you forgetting that? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that was so good. That was very funny. Movie. I never watched it. Uh, I never watched it. It was. Oh. I, I. I will not back up Shelby and say that it was good. I fucking loved it. It was really funny. <laughs> it's um, so funny. But anyway, like it was really dumb, really fun. It was. It was Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like uh, if you didn't like Waterboy or Little Nicky, steer clear of Hubie Halloween. I like. Uh, I like Little I Boy like and Water Nicky. That's my favorite <laughs> films. Oh no! Well, okay, that well, I'm on it. Sound quite right. uh, Water Nikki. I'm gonna add. <laughs> but yeah, like spoiler alert, it'll be the second one. <laughs> but he recently did uh, the Hustle and Uncut Gems. Yeah, good movies. And the hustle. Uh, the Hustle is legitimately good. Like I was not expecting to enjoy that one. He's a a, a scout for the NBA, and he's trying to get this kid, uh, you know, on on a team. And yeah, that ended up being a really good movie. Uncut Gems uh, was a really, really good film. It is extremely dark. It is not in any way funny. Um, So don't go into it expecting like, you know, any he's or ha's. You're not going to be laughing through the whole thing. Unless you're a sick, sick bastard. (laughs) It is fucking dark. But it's a really good movie. Yeah, Adam Sandler is my my first one here. Well, let's go over to Double H to see what he's thinking. All right, I can see my signal bouncing around, so hopefully it sticks for a while. Um, but I'm going to start with perhaps a surprise. Cat Dennings. I love Cat Dennings. Yeah. Everything Cat Dennings is in that I have ever seen, I have enjoyed to some degree, and at the very least, she's often the best part of it. Did you see uh, that uh, very funny. her Hulu mm-hmm. show? Dollface, yeah. So I didn't love the second season. I thought the first season was pretty good. I agree. Yeah, uh, the second season was okay. The, the first one was was pretty good. Um, specifically, like I'm thinking of, you know, yeah, she's great in the MCU and all that. But I'm I'm thinking of uh, there's a, a movie called Charlie Bartlett that she yeah, was in. Yeah, with Anton Yelchin, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. God, it was great. That's a good movie. I thought it was really really good. It was one we picked up on a whim. I think at Blockbuster, like way back in the day. Yeah. Um, but she was in that. She was in the Forty Year Old Virgin and kind of a bit part. I think that was like her first big thing if i remember correctly i don't remember um, her being in the 40 year old virgin she's the daughter daughter yeah. she's the yeah the one that oh. steve Rell's character takes in to learn about <laughs> puberty because <laughs> at the time i think she was like 18 if i remember correctly she was pretty young she was um, also in a really weird horror movie that i'm trying to remember what the name of it was the cover looks like american gothic and i just i it was such a, i'm gonna look it up real quick while you guys are talking you go in my head yeah, see, my, yeah. my first my first real memory of Cat Dennings though is uh so when me and Shannon worked at GameStop years ago, they I don't like where this is going. Commercials for two broke girls. Oh yeah, and we and we fucking hated that commercial. Two broke girls. And I never wanted and I never wanted to watch that fucking show. 
But me and Shannon absolutely enjoyed when the commercial came on because we could see Kat Dennings for a minute. She was lovely. That was a bright spot in the day. She's a lovely the, woman. The show itself, I did actually see several episodes of. I never sat down and tried to watch it. Um, her co-star, I can't remember her name, Beth something. She was fine, but but Kat was very clearly carrying that show. And honestly, it wasn't the worst show I've ever seen. Shannon Garrett Morris was in that show. That's true. Believe it or not. Yeah, he played the 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 news guy. He sold like, newspapers and, and gum and stuff in the, in the diner. Also, it's um, called uh, Suburban Gothic. Well, that was easy. Suburban Gothic. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, I can't think of a thing that I've seen her in that I thought, this is bad. Oh, and oh, I can't believe I forgot. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yep. It's like my favorite That's romantic comedy. Movie. That's a yeah. good movie. That's a That's legitimate a romantic movie. comedy that I will sit yeah. down and watch and enjoy every bit of. Big Mama's House, too. Wait, what? No. She was in that sorority house thing. She was also in Big Mama's, Maybe Big Mama's house, too. house too. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know about that. And, and the house bunny is. The I can't vouch for that. House yeah. bunny. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. All right. Cat. Well, I'm going to continue the uh, the female actress love. And if there's one person that I can say absolutely, if she's in a movie, I will absolutely watch is Natalie Portman. I love Natalie Portman. She is yes. ever since Leon, aka the professional. I just thought she was fantastic, and she was in. Of course, she was Queen Amidala in Star Wars. Um, she's been in a lot of Paul Anderson films. What's that? Garden State with um, Garden State Zach Braff. Yeah. Yeah. V for Vendetta. I, that, was the, that was the epitome of like the emo movie at the time. She was the origination of the Man and Pixie Dream Girl thing. She is, yeah. uh, she's an amazing actress. She's so good. And one of the criticisms I always hated was people saying, well, now that she's not doing Star Wars anymore, she can go back to doing real movies. And that, that is an upsetting statement to hear. Um, especially because then oh, she did, did MCU. You, which did you is hear one Star of her... Uh, <laughs> did you hear one of the comments, though, from uh, while they were uh, doing the last Thor film? No. They said, now if you just get into Star Wars, you'll have hit all the Disney stuff. Well, Taika Waititi was, was working on a Star Wars project, and he legitimately approached yeah. her about being yeah. in it and forgot yeah. that she had already she been in Star Wars. Be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, shit, was, I'm sorry. You it was very already. funny. Never mind. Yeah, her and her doppelganger were in uh-huh. Star Wars. Oh, Wait, what do you mean her doppelganger was in Star Wars? Uh, oh, uh, Coppola? Is it a Coppola, I think? Are you talking about Kira Knightley? Kira Knightley, yeah. There was a third one too, though, if I remember Keira, correctly. There were three people played, that looked very similar. Keira Knightley played the the servant that uh, was the Amidala stand-in while she pretended to be Padme. Yeah, she was Amidala in the first movie, I believe, and I think she was Amidala in the first movie, or maybe it was the second. Yeah, movie. she was definitely Amidala in the first yeah, movie. Yeah, while Padme was the housemaiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and like Natalie Portman was obviously Natalie Portman was Amidala, uh, but she was. She was she was pretending, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then Natalie Portman. I mean, she's done other stuff. She's um, her SNL bits are always good. The yes. Natalie rap song <laughs> she did with Lonely Island is a fucking classic. She's she really good. She's just really really good. Like I I seriously she you crush that crush button for Natalie Portman. All right, let's uh, let's go to Lindsay. Okay, um, if we're gonna stick with uh, females first at the moment, I'm going with Meryl Streep because I love everything that she does. She's a good actress. I'd say she's versatile. She is. I absolutely love the fact that she can be the most sweet, endearing person in one role, and the pure embodiment of evil in the next. And you can't hate her, even though. You're supposed to. 
Mm, I don't know about that. I've I've seen the Devil Wears Prada. I hate it. I love it. Absolutely love it. She was also oh, she was in an episode of The Simpsons that was I think she played Lovejoy's daughter. If I remember correctly, I'm gonna look it up. Yes, yes, she did. That's yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, when I think of Meryl Streep, it often reminds me because it's that movie, and then I think of the bits from The Office where Michael watched it the night before. He's just giving Pam a hard time. Give me Armani, like the the main number, because I'm gonna have to call information for that. All right. Well, you're not going to Paris. <laughs> but no i absolutely love devil wears prada into the woods i liked her portrayal of the witch a lot um i love the mama mia movie like just so many different things yeah she's fantastic and um yeah she really is i love Mercy. wasn't she in was she the one that was in the bridges of madison county that sounds right maybe hang on Remember when that fucking thing was huge? God, it was the only thing anybody talked about for like a month oh there. Oh my god. And she yeah, was, it was she her. played Francesca Johnson. Her and Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Yikes. And Christopher Croon. I don't know who that is. Well, don't forget about Victor Slezak. No. <laughs> Slezak. Slezak. And Tom Rooker, who looks like he's running for local office. So I'm going to go ahead and send that picture. <laughs> I'm going to send that to the text only. Tom Rooker here was in the Bridges of Madison County. He looks like he also (laughs) needs your vote for county coroner right now. (laughs) Yeah. What is that thumbs up? (laughs) I'd vote for him. Uh, All right, let's go back to Shelby Chan. uh, I'm going to go with... uh, Make it a good one. Patrick Stewart. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anytime I see him in something, it, even if the movie itself isn't bad, I always end up finding that I love his character. If oh man! All right, real quick. Have you seen Green Room? No. You would know it if you had. Shannon knows. All right. So Patrick Stewart plays. <laughs> Fucking if, if Nazi. You've ever thought you oh, might hate him. He plays a neo Nazi. Yeah. Right. Oh, the no. leader of a group of neo Nazis. <laughs> He's vicious. The heroes of the movie are this like punk band who are trying to find somewhere to play because their gig gets canceled. They get lured out to play in this neo Nazi like clubhouse in the middle of the woods. And to fuck with those guys, the first song they play is the Dead Kennedys Nazi punks fuck off. And so they're just going hard on it, like with the whole audience just staring them down somebody gets killed they're trapped in the green room and it turns into this like action horror flick Mm -hmm. it is fucking wild and it's one of the weirdest ways you'll ever see patrick stewart also starring also starring anton yelchin Anton yelchin who i'm starting to think i should have put on this list for myself what a fantastic (laughs) actor oh my god that's such a tragic story yeah of all weird ways you remember how he died he got it he ran over himself didn't he his fucking car he got brakes failed on it and, and he because yeah, he, he didn't run that his mailbox. Yeah, yeah, he got like fucking wedged uh, into like in between like his car and a wall. The weirdest, just oh, that's terrible. He was a really good actor. He had so he much really promise. Was. Like he was going to be huge. That's, he's one of those guys who I remember I was reading something a while back ago about Spider Man, and they're like, if Tom Holland hadn't emerged out of nowhere, you can almost picture Anton Yelchin yeah. being the MCU's Spider Man for sure. That would have been wild as hell for sure. Anyway, who yeah. did we say? Because I feel like we took it. Patrick Stewart. And Patrick I Stewart, over, yes. Green Room is so good, I just can't get over it. The best Professor X, and the only Professor mm-hmm. X, as far as I'm concerned. Pretty much so, the only one at this Sorry, point James McAvoy. Um, 
And, James McAvoy's got plenty of other good stuff going for him. He doesn't have to be Professor X too. And 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 Shelby, what's what's Patrick Stewart's greatest role? Oh, uh, Captain. Captain um, John Luke Picard, absolutely the best the captain. USS Enterprise. Have we fought about yes. this before, or are you on my side, Shelby? Picard's the best, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know if you want. I know if you're one of those Kirk idiots. You know. No. Uh, the best. His crew not necessarily the best crew. But okay, best well, captain. calm down. We're we're on the same side now. Let's not mess that up. What's your? Yeah, I really like uh, Patrick Stewart as uh, Director Bullock from uh, Family Guy. Not Family Guy. American Dad. I, I was gonna ask uh, what's what's her favorite what's your favorite role that Patrick Stewart's been in. I'm curious. Didn't she just say the captain? Well, no, I asked her who were the best That's Captain great. Was. Oh. Yeah. Of the Star Trek universe, like, he asked if you were on. Yeah. You know, I'm not really sure, because they're all really good. He always takes the character, and he just makes it better. Yes. But I do like seeing him animated. He was Scrooge. He was Scrooge. He was in the 1999 yeah. version of Christmas Carol. I have never... He also, uh, I think my favorite Patrick Stewart non-Picard was his role in Men in Tights. As King, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, King Richard, King Richard. Yeah. <laughs> from now on, <laughs> all the toilets, totally yes, all the toilets that. will be known as John's. John's. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so regal. It's a silly little cameo, but I liked him as the uh, William Shakespeare statue in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> now we're all. Yeah, is this if, the if you ever wanted to hear like I said it Patrick was silly. Stewart, if you ever wanted to hear Patrick Stewart just rattle off some of the most like heinous <laughs> fucked up shit, like to a point where I'm like, how did Seth MacFarlane get him to say this shit? There it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. American Dad, like he, uh, you know, because he plays the uh, he plays uh, Stan Smith's boss, like the the American yep. Dad. He plays his boss, uh, the director of the CIA, and he says some truly fucked up shit about, like, raping people and all sorts of other stuff. It's bad. Like, Avery is a bad person. And Patrick Stewart is the voice actor. Well, just like Eminem, it's his character. (sighs) It's not him. That's not him. Well, yeah, no, obviously (laughs) it's not Patrick Stewart. uh, Or it's not any reflection on, like, Seth MacFarlane, because he's, like, Seth MacFarlane is very clear that Avery Bullock is not a good person. <laughs> but he's yeah, funny. Just... I also forgot he's adventure from the page. Ah, oh. oh, yes. I just saw, and I was trying That's to figure it out because you said Seth MacFarlane, and I'm like, I thought you were going with this. So Patrick Stewart is in a million ways to die in the West. Yeah, yes. And I did not remember this. He's the sheep when Albert's tripping on <laughs> on on drugs. I, yeah, I only know that talks to him. Because I we just watched it the other night, because like the last time you brought it up, honey, <laughs> because Shelby had never seen it, and I was like, oh, this is a great movie. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Mr. Mayor. Have fun becoming coyote shit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Anyway. No, anyway. we don't have time. Let's There's go to no Jesse. Time. No, Jesse's already done. Hunter, it's you. We gotta, we're at an hour. We got to go. Was it Jesse? No, that wasn't was Jesse. I picked Stuart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know anymore. Pick. Oh, I'm so used to Jesse pick. being the first pick. I just swerved myself. <laughs> so go ahead. Anna Kendrick. That boomerang just came back. That's a good choice. Anna Kendrick's fantastic. I, I love everything she's, she's been Anna in Kendrick. is great, but she's again she's one of great. those. Like, if she's in it, she's the best part of it. Yes. Most I love her energy. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I absolutely loved the the Pitch Perfect series. All of them are great. Uh, I, I know, like I know that that is a hot take, but boy, I like those movies. <laughs> They're very fun to me. So I haven't actually seen the whole whatever series. Pitch Perfect. Yeah. What about Scott Pilgrim? I've never watched any of them. Scott Pilgrim, she's in an ensemble cast, and she still stands out as Scott's sister with like maybe three lines. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Her and Aubrey Plaza both in that movie. Yes. She'll be well. I'm here. Shelby, you've seen <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, right? Yes. Okay, thank God. Uh, she was yeah, also Noelle in a... was a delightful Christmas film. <clears throat> she, Noelle. She, she was in a very... Uh, there was a show on NBC. It was an anthology series. Um, and now I can't remember what the name of it was, which is bad. But she was in an episode of it. And the show wasn't that great. But she that was the first thing I ever saw her in. And she was fantastic. I always remember yeah, her. Yeah, we talked her. about it. <clears throat> we talked about it when we mentioned Max Landis. Fear itself. About, uh, what, a week or two ago? Um, she's in a movie that that he wrote, which really slipped under the radar, but I thought was really good. With um, oh my god, his name just completely escaped me. It's called Mister Right. It's her and um, Sam Rockwell. Holy shit, it got away from me. Um, so two incredible actors. Another one who I I'm kind of surprised I didn't put on my list. Now that I think about it, uh, but yeah, good good movie that really just kind of slipped by. It was on HBO for a while. And then uh, another like romantic comedy that is actually like really spectacular. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> is that with Adam uh, Devine? Like, yeah, yeah. It's got Adam Devine, Zac Efron, and Aubrey Plaza. That's just a it, good cast. It, it's a great cast. cast. It's a great movie. Yeah, I enjoyed that one a whole lot. I, I love Anna Kendrick. Good pick there. All right, let's go to uh, now. We go to Double H. All right, Walton Goggins. Oh, oh, oh yes. Goggins. Walton Goggins is in some shit. Even if it's bad, I'm gonna watch for him. Right? I mean, he is he is the best part of a show where he's not even one of the main characters in The Righteous Gemstones. And The Righteous Gemstones is consistently funny no matter who it focuses on, and he's still the best part of the show. John Goodman, Adam Devine, all the other people that are is Danny McBride, Danny and he stands right. out. Um, and that that's that's your comedy. But then you get Walton Goggins in Justified where he is just the most horrifying of people as like the, the premier yeah. villain up against uh, uh, names. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. Again, help me. Timothy Oliphant. Thank you. I oh, love me some uh, Timothy Oliphant too. Yeah. That's just a great show. If you missed that on FX, it is worth going back and finding. Um, Cause it is, it is really, really good. Don't get me wrong. Goggins has not been in a ton of like great stuff, but when he, when he shows up, I'm at least interested in what he's doing. People forget he was in the MCU. He was the main villain of the second Ant-Man movie. <laughs> he was the leader of that criminal syndicate that was trying to steal all their shit. I don't even yeah. remember. It. I don't yeah. remember. That yeah, I just well, remember, you Ghost. remember Ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he was the guy who was trying to steal all the techies in the restaurant. I can't remember the characters. Yeah. Name. No. Yeah. He yes. was, no, I, I completely forgot that scene in general. Uh huh. He was and also he shows up throughout the movie because he's chasing him toward the end of it. And all he, that. he was yeah. one of the best parts of Predators, which I think is a really underrated uh, mm-hmm. Predator I still film. Haven't seen that movie? No, Jesse. No, I'm talking yeah. about the one that we saw in theater. Me, you, Kevin, and Bob. I think. Oh, the one that had the, uh, Adrian Brody and uh, or um, uh, Topher Grace. Shit, what's his name? Topher Grace was in that one. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. And there's somebody else that I was trying to think of. Lawrence Fishburne, Danny Trejo. That was it. Okay. And that one. Yeah, Lawrence (laughs) Fishburne and Danny Trejo were the two I was trying to think of. Couldn't think of either one. (laughs) Yeah, he's, uh, Walton Goggins is great. And he's going to be the star of the next, of the Fallout show. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I maintain I want him to play a ghoul. Yes. I think Walton Goggins would be a perfect ghoul. Maybe Greg. Out. Yeah, absolutely. Greg the, <laughs> Greg the ghoul. That's the best. Only friend. if he talks like Baby Billy the whole time that he's there. <laughs> Have an apocalypse, and y'all want some fucking funyuns. <laughs> God damn it! When he when that line hit, holy shit! Y'all oh, serving prime rib in here. All she wants oh, is some fucking funyuns. funyuns. <laughs> His fucking delivery on that line was so oh, goddamn good. Man. And I've been craving Funyuns ever since I finally <laughs> bought a goddamn bag. <laughs> Just the overly tan, way too white teeth, the gold chains. Baby Billy. It's such baby a great Billy. role, well, man. He's not really baby a baby. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an old man. He's, he's, actually, no, he's, a, he's an old silver fox. Is that what she called him? A silver fox? Silver fox. Silver oh, yeah. Fox. <laughs> yeah. And that's when she goes, he's not coming back for you, you fucking hill person. I love it when she calls her a stupid little hill person. <laughs> God damn. Shannon, you hill really person. Well, I legitimately think you would enjoy Yeah, it I've only seen clips of it, but it's like the you boys. I've seen a lot of clips show, whenever man. I watch the show. Uh, Eric Roberts yeah, like, is in I that like, show. As much as I like the boys, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how much you would like that one all the way through. But I think you would love yeah. Righteous Gemstones. I mean, it's yeah. it's everything about it sounds like it's right up my alley. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this one before anyone else takes it, just in case. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I swear I to God, anything <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is in, I don't care how good or bad it is, He, I love him. From the 80s action films, of course, Predator and uh, Jesse, help me out here. Uh, uh, Rins. No, not that one. <laughs> Kindergarten oh, not twins. Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten yeah, How about Junior? If you're going that no, route, no, no, none, none of those. Kindergarten those. cop. Kindergarten cop's fine. Uh, Shannon would like to change his choice. <laughs> no, stand by it. Stand by it. Uh, I had to do it like after you did it to me and Shelby. <laughs> those the '80s action movies that, were great. What was that zombie flick he did a couple of years well, ago? I was, I was, daughter I was about to mention that Maggie. Yeah, so Ooh, that yeah. was a good movie. Schwarzenegger, he could he could do the action the the action comedy. I love Last Action Hero. I think he's good in that. I, you know, he's fantastic. But then he could do really serious roles. There's one he did about a guy whose wife and uh, child died in a plane crash, and he was out for revenge. This was based on a true story. I don't remember the name of it. It was really good. And then there was Maggie with Abigail uh, Breslin as his daughter, who becomes uh, infected. By by the zombie virus and she's dying and it's just her on the farm with him in her last days it's really sad and really like you wouldn't think arnold had such depth because everyone remembers him as the big muscle dude but schwarzenegger's a good actor man he's fucking fantastic. the movie you were you were talking about is called aftermath it's aftermath 2017 yeah. um yeah, he was in true lies like, too i don't well, know why so I always good that. so good yeah he is shockingly eloquent Yes. Yeah. Like, especially if you think about, you know, going back to those, those, you know, those days acting in those action movies in the eighties where like he barely spoke a word of English. Cause he could barely so speak a word like, of English. At the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, he, he knew almost no English at all. They, they told him like the lines that he needed to say and he would say them. Yeah. And that was about it. The first movie he ever did that I know of in America was uh what was it Hercules in New York and we watched that clip of him. Fighting I was the bear. literally just screenshotting the fucking yeah. picture. <laughs> and his name was Arnold Strong because they couldn't even pronounce Schwarzenegger. So yeah, it was real, <laughs> real bad. Nineteen sixty nine. God, it does not seem like wait it what be that year? Long ago. 
1969. Yeah. <laughs> right before the 70s. <laughs> what? Shelby. Shelby. What? what? He doesn't know. What do you got? What? <laughs> Jesse, tell him. Jesse, tell him. What? It's a goddamn sex movie. Wait. <laughs> whoa. 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 Hey. Hey. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. So yeah, oh. Schwarzenegger. Uh, he's an icon, and he's just that good. All right, let's go to Lindsay. Well, if you're doing Arnold, we'll uh, bring up his other buddy from those horrible buddy films. But I freaking love them, Danny DeVito. He's good. Oh god, <laughs> he's fantastic. <laughs> They're a good combo, even though I hated Junior. That is the worst fucking thing. I know. Arnold it's is so a pregnant. No. I don't want to talk about God, Danny DeVito, so I mean, Taxi, Matilda, like all uh, this Batman. variety of things yeah. that he's done. He was the well, best one. I don't care. One of the yeah, earliest things penguin. that I remember him from as a kid is he's the king of the Grundles in the original My Little Pony movie. So No one knew that be, but you. I'm going to be sad. He's, Look, he's I know Phil he's, in Hercules. He's getting older and I'm going to be sad when he's gone. But the thing is, we can just throw him in a dish, fill him up with cream. Like, he doesn't care. He's dead. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Bang him, throw him in a ditch, doesn't matter. <laughs> he just wants to be pure. <laughs> His so Danny DeVito is like I've never seen an actor that has such like a prolific career because he's got so many movies over so many years, and yeah. yet he will be forever known as fucking Frank Reynolds because that Reynolds. character I'm, is so iconic. Up. See that fucking picture of him in that thing at the playground in his underwear. <laughs> 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 he do it. He's I also, have seen people ask on Reddit, like, how did they get him in there? And they're like, it's just how Danny DeVito is, man. Yeah. So anyways, he did it. Don't he's, worry about it. He started he's blessing. Like a cat. He defies all physics. Yeah, that's that's honestly like Frank Reynolds. Danny DeVito saved that. Like, <laughs> he did. In the first season, like, I tell a lot of people just to skip that first season a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Credit, it's, it's a completely different show. It. But yeah, once Frank hits the show, it's so different. It's so much better. Man, whores and boiling down. <laughs> Me and Can I all. offer you an egg in this trying time? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he added some actual like legitimacy in like hearing the guys like because they have a podcast and shit, and I'll hear some clips of uh, like you know Charlie Mack and uh, Dennis. Dennis talking about working with Frank Reynolds and or working with Danny DeVito. And just like how like they are constantly dying at a lot of the shit that he ad libs because he ad libs way more than oh, you would think. He's so <laughs> when he when he opens his eyes in the basement and Charlie work and plays that. Damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I cannot. He plays the exact note. Oh, all and, right. And yeah, like he has been all over the place. So many fucking credits. So many good movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but we we're at an hour plus now, so we're on our third pick. God damn it, we're gonna change this to a two-hour <laughs> show. Let's go back to Shelby. Aquafina. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's yeah. so she good. Is hilarious. Um, I honestly only watched Raya the Last Dragon, or the yeah, because she was in it. Yeah, and then, cause, and I didn't even realize whenever I started watching it, did not realize that she was Raya. I just knew she was in it. No, so she's the like, dragon. Yeah, she's... yeah that's, is, that's Raya, isn't it? No, the girl no, is... No, it's Raya and the Last Dragon. The last it's dragon. it's, it's um, Susui or something like that. Yeah, it's she's the dragon, but yeah. yeah. she's the dragon. So I was like, oh my god, this movie just got so much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. Raya is uh, Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I don't... Wait, no, that's not true. That She's the no, lead that's... friend. No, Stephanie Beatrice yeah, was... Um, um, 
Mirabelle. Yeah, she's the lead for Encanto. Yeah, Mirabelle. Yeah, Mirabelle. There you go. Yeah. Uh, fuck. It's not about them. It's about Aquafina. And Aquafina. <laughs> anyway. She was like, on She's the best part of the film. She's the best part of any film she's in most of the time because she's just so fucking. You hilarious. have the best job. You drive. <laughs> she, <laughs> you get to drive cool cars. Her <laughs> SNL awesome. episode is one of my favorites. And that's the first thing I ever saw her in. In fact, when I saw that Aquafina was on there, I was like, who the fuck is Aquafina? And then I watched it and she's so. Fucking good. Yeah. The Cleopatra skit, the pumpkin skit, and the, of course the magician <laughs> skit. Well, oh, oh, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. The first time I ever saw Aquafina, I thought like that name was just fucking obnoxious. I was like, yeah. what the hell? And then yeah, like I actually saw her like do anything. I'm like, holy shit, she's brilliant. She's fantastic. Uh, she also related to the the previous pick uh, in the Jumanji sequel for the like the rebooted versions. Oh she's yeah, in yeah. There and she actually has to be. Uh, Danny, Danny DeVito. Yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, because Danny DeVito is like she's an avatar for Danny DeVito in the, in the right. game world, and it yeah. is truly, <laughs> truly spectacular. Yeah, truly multiple outrageous. people have to be him in that movie. The Rock does it well. Aquafina knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Like, yes. Absolutely. All right. All right, let's keep it going faster, Jesse. <laughs> All right, my next one's gonna be Emma Stone. All right, moving on. No, Emma Stone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next. <laughs> I fucking love Emma Stone. Uh, like she was, she was my like big celebrity crush there for a long time. Like Zombieland was incredible. Uh, she was a great Gwen Stacy. I know, like that movie had its issues, but she was uh, good. She Easy A, God, Easy A is uh, so good. Easy A is such a good. That's movie. a good flick. It should not be as good as it is. <laughs> I uh, I'm adopted. That. Damn it! Who told you? <laughs> uh, La La Land. I liked her Cruella. Yeah, I she, Cruella. Oh, she I was really she good that. as Cruella. Yeah, she made that. She made that role her own. She made everyone else look paw. <laughs> look what, Jim? Paw. What do you think, paw? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was time to for the bit. I thought you said you weren't drinking tonight, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Only in my heart. <laughs> because I've drank so much alcohol that it is now <laughs> my heart has water and uh, alcohol on it and I'm dying and the blight alright let's go to Hunter Stephen Root is yes. my next choice Yes, God, Stephen Root is a great character actor and again almost never the star of anything that he's in but consistently one of the best things about whatever he's in um, if he's in it I'll give it a shot Oh Brother Where Art Thou uh, Office Space King of the Hill Great on, I don't know why I always forget King of the Hill, but I was going to say Barry. Yes, he's great on Barry. As, as Bill, Bill Dumtree was a totally different person to me. Like It's hard to remember that that's also <laughs> Stephen Root. Uh, um, not only is he Bill Dumtree, he's, um, fuck, the owner of uh, Strickland Propane. Oh, yeah, Buck Strickland. Yeah, he does yeah. the, as Fuchs in Barry, he does the Buck Strickland voice yeah. in one part, <laughs> and that was pretty spectacular. Yep. Yeah, he he's just again consistently good, and and for a guy who has kind of a unique look, never the same person. That's what really blows my mind. Like a lot of character Dodgeball. actors will be dodgeball, totally different freaking character. Yeah, um, like try to compare like yeah Fuchs to like his character in Dodgeball, and then his character in like Office Space. Yeah, yeah. he was in Boba Not Fett. Even the same thing. Most people forget he was in Boba Fett. I definitely Hunter forgot, forgot he was in he Boba was Fett. In Boba Fett. Yep. Well, Hunter, don't Absolutely. worry because Disney forgot Boba Fett was in Boba Fett. <laughs> so, and, and it was better, was better for it. Oh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's move on to me. 
Uh, <laughs> this is a. I don't know how many of you guys have people who have passed away on your list. This this next one pick of mine. I can never watch a new movie with him again. However, all of the films that he had done are some of my absolute favorite films of all time, and that is Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton yes. is. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. my God! You talk about a, a list, yeah, Jesse. Aliens, Tombstone, Terminator, Predator Two. Uh, he directed one of my all-time favorite horror films, Frailty, and starred in it. Obviously, he yeah. is just a, a tour de force. I was so sad when he died. Bill, Paxton yeah, one of the last great. things he did that I don't think that you've watched, but Jesse will back me up on this. He was great in the like first few seasons of Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um, I cannot remember the character's name, but I he, fucking forgot he, he was in that show. Yeah, he lent a lot of credibility to that show because when it first started up, I mean, you really just had, um, you know, the carryover. Oh, what's his name? Phil Coulson. I can't think of the character or the actor's name. Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, God damn. Yeah, I can't either. But yeah, you had Coulson as a carryover from the Avengers, and, and that was it. Everybody else kind of had to, you know, get in and prove themselves. Me not when was it? it? There you go. Mark uh, Clark Craig. Um, and, and, you know, Ming-Na Wen is great too, but, but when Bill Paxton joined the cast, it was very much a like, oh shit, okay, they're going to take this very seriously then. Cause he's, yeah. he's a veteran actor. They forgot about it. <laughs> and yeah. then they did. <laughs> yeah. But he was great. And, and yeah. he was great. Most he is a fantastic actor. I, I miss Bill Paxton. He was, he's part of the reason yeah. I like Tombstone so much. Everyone always talks about, you know, obviously, oh, uh, Sam Elliott and, uh, Don't let uh, him get you brother. Yeah. Oh, one. He is he's so good as the optimistic one and the only one that died. All right. Even as even as he's dying, that bit about, you know, they say you see a light when you die, and he's grinning when he's like, That ain't that true. Ain't true. <laughs> ain't see a damn thing. Oh my god. god. That, that it was that that inspired Kurt Russell to go down to the creek and go, No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lindsay. I'm gonna also go with an actor who has passed, but a comedian that I always enjoyed, John Candy. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. John Candy. Just for those like actor. just feel good comedies. Like Uncle Buck. Uh huh. Trains, automobiles. Spaceballs, man. He was Spaceballs, bald. Yeah. Half dog. He I, was known best friend. I never, I never liked space dogs. Space dogs. Fuck. Space dogs. <laughs> That's you need to watch Rovers. Spaceballs. That's different. Spaceballs was <laughs> okay. Watch Spaceballs again. It was it's okay. Good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I remember being very confused by Spaceballs the first time I saw it because I was still a kid, but I had already seen Star Wars and I didn't understand the whole parody thing. <laughs> Man, this, this, this is unrelated. It's mostly just about Spaceballs, but real quick, I saw this and I meant to tell you guys it was driving me nuts. So, um, Lone Star, main character in Spaceballs, right? Looks nothing like you know Han Solo. It doesn't even fit the universe. You know why they did that? Yeah, because it was uh oh, what, didn't they dress him up like Indiana Jones instead? So Luke, because they got Lucas's permission, Mel Brooks said, you know, can I can I appear to your movie? I'd love to do it. And he's like, yeah, just one request. If you're gonna make the main character, you know, Han instead of Luke, just don't have him look like Han. He's like, all right, cool. I'll make him look like Indiana Jones instead. So he's got the jacket. He's got the boots. <laughs> yeah. The only thing he doesn't have is the hat. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That, he also. One of our favorite jokes that we used to do to tie him into my last pick with Bill Pullman, there was the old joke of Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. You couldn't tell oh, there it is. <laughs> each other even part. Yeah. Anyway, John yeah. Candy. I love John Candy. I, I miss John Same. Candy. I was just watching. I love the, when, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I don't remember. I was just going to say, when he pops up in Home Alone, that's, that's yes. another great bit. One of yes. his great parts, the, the little uh, polka band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the band yeah. on the ride to. Uh, yeah. yeah. The band. 
And apparently, I was reading a while back ago, him and Catherine O'Hara, um, they improvised most of that conversation. They were given, like, the talking points of, okay, you need to cover, hey, you're getting home to your kid, hey, these guys are doing this. And so that whole story about him being divorced and all that stuff, he made all that up on the fly. Like, people forget he was a really good improvisational actor, yeah. too. Yes, absolutely. All right, Shelby, your turn. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Shannon hates Bill Murray. <laughs> I'll never forgive him. Well, we watched so many films with him in it. I love Bill Murray, man. Back in the 90s, Groundhog Day, uh, Scrooge, Scrooge is my Scrooge. favorite uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, that's but, still Chris, like, to this day, I've got to watch that every Christmas. And like, he's, Scrooge is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. He's one of the best actors of all time. But the fact that him and, he and Harold Ramis butted heads so badly during Groundhog Day that they it completely ruined their relationship to the point that he's the reason they didn't do Ghostbusters 3 because they wanted uh, Bill Murray and unfortunately he waited so long until Harold Ramis was about to die and then they buried the hatchet to Bill Murray's credit Bill Murray went to Harold Ramis's house and they spent a lot of time together before he passed which was great and then Bill Murray was always praising Harold Ramis after the fact but like I, I, I never got my Ghostbusters 3 until Afterlife and we all know how that went so uh, yeah, I just uh so yes, I agree with you. Fucking fantastic actor, but I have a grudge. <laughs> should we should we Sorry, do four Shelby. five together like we do sometimes? Because it just occurred to me that that would be a way to. No, because I don't have five yet. Oh shit! All right, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say I, I have a list. I can rattle off any, like, the seven or eight people I've got left. On. Shelby, I'm gonna hit you with the, what I always hit you with. Who's your what's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Garfield. I always do this to me. I can never pick because, like, Shut it's yeah. Ghost. I mean, for me, it's Ghostbusters easily. Hunter will agree I, with me on that. I think he's great. Yeah. Ghost. And yeah. I love, you know, especially Ghostbusters because I love his attitude in it. Like, he has that, like, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Kind of attitude. Which was kind of his attitude on set. <laughs> yeah. What about Space <laughs> Jam? The fuck? You want to know what makes me tick? I want to know what makes you tick. <laughs> What about yeah. Osmosis Jones? No! <laughs> no one's favorite thing is Osmosis Jones. Or Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. He did that because he thought that he was going to be working with the Cohen brothers, and it turned out it was just a dude named Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even spelled the same. And then someone asked him, why'd you do the sequel? And they just did this motion. Cause it, <laughs> I think it was David Cross that said, like, the worse the script he gets, the bigger the, the payout he gets. So, hey. Yeah, because he was doing all those Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Yeah, because you can't, but he said you can't buy a house on street cred. Right. <laughs> all right, Jesse. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I think my next one we're going to do Jason Siegel. He's good. Oh, yeah. He was in the yeah. Muppet movie. I appreciate yeah, that. Well, yeah, was anything Not only was he in the Muppet movie, he wrote that movie and all the songs for it. It was a passion project. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, dude is a colossal Muppets fan. Uh, to a point where uh, one of my favorite uh, Jason Siegel movies, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, he writes yeah. a, uh, a vampire screenplay using Muppets. Well, Muppets. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. writes a song for it. That movie is also yeah. just great with uh, Myla Kunis. Uh, what, what is Kristen her Bell. name? Uh, Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. That's the one I was yeah. trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He, he, um, <laughs> he, 
he uh, paired up with Paul Rudd for "I Love You, Man," and boy, that's another oh, great. Yeah. That's another great. Fruit. Paul Paul Rudd had a couple of really good back to back comedies between that and uh, Role Models with Sean William Scott. Role Models um, are really good, and those movies to me were very similar. Like, and they were they you know it was the Paul Rudd character always being kind of snarky and not knowing what to do and just sort of being Paul Rudd. But yeah, that that was kind of my introduction to Jason Segel. Um, was that, uh, and then I watched uh, How I Met Your Mother and and Grinning oh, Sam Marshall yeah. and the Muppets, and yeah. And How I Met Your Mother was my introduction to Jason Siegel, and then, yeah, I watched all those other films. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Paul Rudd was also in that, has one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, he's just like, apparently this is just him ad-libbing around. He's Like, he's there walking to the beach, he says, oh, the weather outside is weather. <laughs> <laughs> in the moment, that was just fucking, uh, it's it really good. It's a good movie. <laughs> all right, Hunter. Um, Nicholas Cage. Whoa! He almost made my list. If why'd you do? Well, it's Keanu Reeves. It's it's the <laughs> it's the key. SNL skit. Whoa! You have a penis, my dear. Time parade. <laughs> it's get in the cage with Cage. Um, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Don't get me wrong. It's not like everything he's been in is great. But if he's in it, I at least want to know more. Like if he if he's gonna go on a revenge slaughter fest because someone killed his pig, I want to know what's going on, man. Uh, if he's going to be in the Five Nights at Freddy's movie without calling it that, I want to know. Like that movie was unironically incredible. Yes, I fucking loved it. <laughs> but yeah, so back uh, back in the day too. I mean, even when he was in, um, oh, it's not it's not Broken Arrow. What the hell is the movie with the Con Air? Oh God, it was going to drive me nuts there for a second. That was my uh, mom's like that and Gone in sixty seconds. That thing with his uh, head, the wind in his hair, like. <laughs> Yeah, Con Air was like my mom's favorite fucking movie in the 90s. But I, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. Legitimately, maybe my favorite comedy of all time, um, just straight comedy, is Raising Arizona. And he's just so fucking good in that. He's another guy like Stephen Root who can be – I know he's got his like his Nicolas Cage tropes and his kind of cageisms and stuff. But he – for a long time there, he played a lot of different people. Like watch him as H.I. McDonough. It's not the same as as he is in a lot of other movies. I also love the uh, the community bit about Nicolas Cage because uh, they have like a it's a community college course and it's just a course of like Nicolas Cage like genius or hack or something yeah. along those lines and it completely breaks Abed because he took, <laughs> yeah. he took the class and he's like there's an answer there's got to be an answer and it just completely breaks him for an entire episode it's great it's true. All right. Uh, I'm not. I don't expect anyone to know my next pick, Lance Henriksen. I know Lance Henriksen. I know the name. I can't put a face to I'm it. Not. There's it's gonna a be. A, there's some overlap in my picks because he was in a lot of Bill Paxton films. He was also in Predator. <laughs> uh, he was also in Terminator. He was also in Aliens. Um, he was also Frank Black in Millennium, which was the sister show to the X Files, which I also really loved. I don't. I don't know if you watched very much of uh, Millennium. I didn't. I remember it, but I I never got around to getting into it. And said Lance Henriksen. Yeah. And yeah. Been, God, he was in the Quick and the Dead. I forgot about that. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's in a lot of good stuff. He's one of those actors that like he's he's like Stephen Root. He's never the star usually, but he's he lends uh, a, a lot of credibility to any movie that he's in. He was in one called Harbinger Down that was a really kind of cheap thing ripoff that really touted its. Uh, practical effects as the reason to watch it. He was the best part of that movie. He he made it watchable. Uh, he's, he's just in the a, quick and the dead. They were they just. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Jesse, what I should have mentioned for you to, to help, he's Admiral Hackett in the Mass Effect series. Yeah. He did some voice work for that. He's That's Hackett. Awesome. Yeah, yep. he's he's a fantastic actor, and again, he he mostly does like horror movies now, indie horror. And if ever mm-hmm. there's an indie horror film where it's like, well, we got Lance Henriksen, I go, okay, well, you got my attention. Now, now to keep it. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. He's also in Cora. Yes. Um, yes. I had this in my head a moment ago, and it just went away. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an easy one. Ryan Reynolds, just because he's hilarious. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is great. Yeah, and generally. I mean, nowadays, clear back from like two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. I'd watch stuff up from there. So, yeah, I totally changed yeah, my mind he... Ryan Reynolds when Amityville Horror came out because I hated Ryan Reynolds up until Amityville Horror. Well, I mean, really, up to then, you had what it was like strictly douchebag Ryan Reynolds. Blade he was Trinity, in Wilder. Yeah. He was in yeah, Blade Trinity. He was in uh, uh, was Waiting. I think so. And and waiting again was a very funny movie. He was movie always that the same character for those. Go back and people. watch now. You'll go. Oh God, this is so homophobic. This <laughs> is very bad. Yeah, and please, that everything please. from the thousands. Like yeah. uh, New Guy was one of my favorite movies back then with DJ Qualls and. Oh uh, yeah. I like that. I, I loved that movie back in the two thousands. Then I go watch it now. And it's like, God, the two thousands was homophobic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ryan Reynolds yeah. really just yeah. turned a corner when he was able to kind of just start doing his own thing. Lindsay, did you guys ever watch Free Guy yet? Have you seen that? I have not. I keep meaning to, and I haven't yeah. watched it yet. It is very funny, and you will That's like it a lot, I suspect. <laughs> Jesse, oh, don't have a good day. Have a great day. <laughs> do you he's say he's cute, too. too? Oh, I thought she said he's cute, too. <laughs> Like, I yeah, he is. He is a good looking guy. And either way she said that, it would have worked. Like, yeah, he's cute too. He's cute too. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, waiting was basically simultaneous with, uh, they both came out in 05. Waiting technically came after Amityville Bar. Gotcha. I never uh, saw Waiting until years later. Amityville Horror was like. Uh, again, I'm a horror freak, and the moment uh, I thought he was really good in the movie, but the moment he was like shirtless or whatever, and you get to see the Blade Trinity abs, I went, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like men I now." Something. Yeah, <laughs> I learned something about myself. <laughs> All right, uh, Shelby, last that's pick. That's how I feel about uh, Natalie Dormer when I saw her. No, just like, oh. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You get yeah, last Sarah pick. Oh last fuck pick. yeah! Fucking love Sarah Silverman. Oh my god. Uh, also, in a million ways, the time yeah, she was. was Ruth. Um, she was on she, Mr. Show with Bob and David when she was really young, and she's hilarious. She also is my absolute favorite character of all time, Vanellope, because that little <laughs> kid is fucking badass. AKA, AKA oh, Pixar oh, Mandy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just Mandy as a Pixar character. <laughs> Uh, well, Wreck-It Ralph isn't Pixar, it's just Disney. No, I said, I don't know movies. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know Disney and Pixar <laughs> movies. I don't know the difference. Well, it's not Pixar, it's just Disney. But Disney and Pixar are together, right? They are within the same company, but they are still separate studios. Did John Lasseter, did John Lasseter have anything to do with Wreck-It Ralph? I don't remember. Then it's a Pixar film. <laughs> <laughs> if he did anything with it, it's a Pixar film. All right. 
But yes, Sarah Silverman's awesome. I love her. She's so funny. She's uh, she's not just funny in movies. Like I, whenever I see her on talk shows and stuff, she just has such a good personality. Like it's someone that you would want to hang out with, and she would be your best friend. Like she she's had a, just great. She had a Netflix show too, right? Like what was that? Well, she had the Sarah Silverman, Silverman show. show. Silverman show, yeah. yeah. Well, there was that, but there's another one that she did. Like. Maybe it was a Hulu show? She's done a couple. Because uh, uh, I thought it was like a weekly release. Very controversial <laughs> comedian and actress. Also, one of the few yeah. women that, you know, Norm MacDonald, as much as I loved him, not exactly the most progressive when it came to women, but she's one of the few women comics that he said was legitimately hilarious. So That was legitimately what you cut out. Hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, she's really, really funny. Yeah. Um, because it was it was something she did like in like it was after the uh, the Trump election I thought I don't know the thing that really got me to pay attention to her because I had seen her in things before and she had caught my attention but it was when she was on um, shit it's the the I'm fucking Matt Damon bit that she did oh yeah on the Kimmel show yeah when yeah. she was on the Kimmel. Uh, that bit that they did yes. killed me. So yes. then I went back and started looking at everything she had done. And I was like, oh, okay. And then as things came out, I was like, oh, Sarah Silverman's in this. Hell yeah. She's- this is the show you're thinking of was on Hulu. It was called I Love You, America with Sarah Silverman. That's the one. There's Why is a- that not on IMDb? <laughs> on wiki (laughs) (laughs) there's a skit she did that they did on mr show with bob and david where and it's always it's one of my fucking favorite bits of all time and it's again not very progressive or maybe they're making fun of that the fact but there is a band called indomitable spirit and each one of them is handicapped so one plays like the flute with no hands he uses his feet one plays drums with just like the nubs where his arms was. And each one of them says, you know, I'm Todd and I don't have, I, I can play this with whatever. And then it shows Sarah Silverman and goes, and I'm a girl. I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's her handicap. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Jesse. Oh, it's me again. Yeah. Um, all right. Fuck. I have so many more. I thought more of mine would be taken by now. We're diverse casts here. Right? Uh, so far, Hunter took one of mine, and that's it. The rest of them are all here. There's only hmm. one on your list that I had on mine that I took off after I saw it. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go with Jack Black. I, mm. I should have kept it on there. Was it Maya Rudolph? It was Maya Rudolph. Uh, yeah, that, those were the two. Like, the, like Maya Rudolph, I don't want to say anymore, just in case somebody else has it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, going with, I'm going with Jack Black. Jack Black's uh, great, except for that. Except for that turn in, I still know what you did last summer as the Jamaican. That's awkward. Or when he was in that movie about how he loved the girl even though she was fat. Oh, Shallow Hal. What Shallow a stupid Hal. fucking movie that yeah, it was. It was a really terrible fucking movie. That was a poor like, for a lot of people. Jason yeah. Alexander. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow makes a lot of bad choices anyway. But no, she's got <laughs> that. Hacking. She's got that that uh, that cosmetics line. What is it called? Like Squoogee right. or something? Goop. 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 God damn it, it's goop. <laughs> it was with vagina scented candles and and the jade eggs uh, that you just put up there for shove yeah, it right up there. shove it up there for, uh-huh. right up there. for health. Uh, yeah, no, Shallow Howl was was not a great film. Uh, respect to inner beauty, blah blah blah. 
But anyway, like I, I love Jack Black though. Like he's just a, he's he seems like a dude I would like to hang out with in person for at least an hour. Especially now, uh, he's gone insane. He's got that like that gaming channel. He's uh he's weird, man. He's just he's weird. always he's always been a little he's got insane. TikTok. But a great, uh, sing, a great singer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I love Tenacious D. School of Rock is, a fin- like, one of my favorite movies of all time. Also, and one of the few movies from that era that you can still watch and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you know, where, you know where he got his start? Mr. Mr. Show with Mr. Bob Show. and David. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was uh, on a handful of episodes. He did one uh, really good one called... He did their, the parody of uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ Superstar. Superstar. Yeah. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers, oh, awesome. semi-star. You know how often we're playing a game and we kill something and we go, Whim- crack went his whippy tail. <laughs> and the beast <laughs> was done. was done. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, God I, help I, me, I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, I love Jack Black. He's just he's just a good dude. Uh, good beard, too. All right. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the fucking, the, the video, Brutal Legend. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. underrated video Tim game. Fine, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Nacho Libre. All right, moving on to Hunter. <laughs> All right, movie. Um, I also have a whole bunch that I haven't mentioned, but I feel like we can just throw a bunch of names at the end. I am going to cheat for my last one, though, because um, they are they are a package deal. If these two are together, I'll check it out. Steve Martin and Martin Short. That's fair. Oh, and if you put yeah. the two of them in something, I am in no questions asked. Three what about, Amigos. How about, so what about Chevy Chase? You got to add him. Three Amigos was nope. great. It was, an, it was the three of them. It was. it was the three of them. I no, still need to watch no. their, that yeah. Hulu show. Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to have Chevy Chase because that's what I was going to say. The, the Hulu show only murders in the building that they're on. Yes. Uh, Selena Gomez is significantly more talented than Chevy Chase. And this is coming from a guy who thinks Christmas Vacation is, is a, a fucking great film and will watch it every single year. Just because um, Chevy Chase isn't a complete asshole doesn't mean his acting's not good. He's a great true. actor. He's just a complete asshole. He's a, he's a good actor. But yeah, he's such an asshole that it bleeds over into the like... Knowing the way that he treats people on sets and shit, it's, sometimes it's hard to watch. Like, are they acting or do they really hate this fucking guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the problem. The so, But but Steve Martin and Martin Short, um, both just, just... They're the exact opposite. Great dudes. Um, they're also the kind of people like, I would love to have lunch with the two of them. Like, just sit down at a, at a New York diner and just have lunch with those guys. That seems like it would be a blast. Martin Short, I think I've mentioned before, uh, was in a, a weird little early 2000s um, like random romantic comedy. It was Kirsten Dunst and uh, uh, Ben Foster. It's called Get Over It. And Martin Short directs uh, a stage production of A Midsummer Night's Dream in it. And I'll never forget him yelling at this kid who like got hurt, who is supposed to be his, his fucking assistant director. And he's like, keep icing your front bum. Swelling continues when you don't ice, and I need you. And then as he's walking away, he just goes, not really. <laughs> so I'm convinced he ad-libbed the whole thing, because you would hear everybody start to laugh before they cut away. That was the best cut they could get up. He was also in one of the weirdest, I don't remember the name of the movie, but he played a little kid, and they just like CGI'd Martin Short's. Was it Clifford? Clifford! It was... With a little dog. And he's like yes. irritating. Oh my yes. god, what a weird <laughs> fucking movie. If you look it up, Lindsay, or somebody look it up and post a picture of oh, it in the it's chat. Terrible. It's, it's awful. It's so, so weird. Like the recent Martin wasn't in it, which is why I said you need them together. 
Martin Short is uh, a strange, strange. He was Jiminy, the great Jiminy Glick. The great Jiminy Glick. Well, and if you add to it, too, then you've got Steve Martin. Do you remember Steve Martin's bit uh, on SNL about it was the Christmas thing? You know, if I could have one wish yes. this holiday season, it's just him in a chair with a, like a table lamp just sitting there on the stage. It just I goes on wish on. This holiday season. Yeah, it would be for all the children of the world to sing in harmony. And then it keeps going. If I had two wishes. Yeah. Would be for thirty million dollars to and be then given the, the to me children, directly. And the children and the thing about the, kids. Yeah. the longer it goes, then he's like, "Okay, first we got the crap about the kids, right?" But then we... <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. Oh, oh. shit! Uh, oh, I forgot about revenge on my enemies. Okay. First... <laughs> uh, my last oh, pick. Shit. My last pick is going to be Steven Seagal. No, I'm what kidding. The fuck? I'm no, kidding. it's not. It's not. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is a cheat code, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Robert De Niro, anything De Niro's in, I fucking love. De Niro was one of my favorite all time actors. One of my favorite, probably my favorite crime movie of all time is Heat, uh, by Michael Mann. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, you talk about an ensemble cast. It's him, Pacino, Val Kilmer, Trejo. Trejo's in a lot of these. I think Trejo's it was, it was legally in every movie. It was The Dark Knight <laughs> without Batman, like before right. The Dark Knight existed. It's very similar. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really, really good. And De Niro, I mean I don't even have to fucking I don't have to fucking defend that to you. It's fucking Robert De Niro. Like Jesus so you Christ. You tell me you tell me you watched all of the Irishmen? I haven't watched any of the Irishmen. <laughs> I, watched that yet I want to watch that movie, but it's like three and a half hours. Yes, and I'm like, I don't have it is exactly. six point eight hours. No, I don't know. It's just very long. And he's also uh, just he's also very funny. Like did, De Niro I was about to say, did you ever see funny. Dirty Grandpa? No, I've heard it's great. It's not my style of humor, but I've heard it's really funny. It's, uh, it's, it's shockingly funny, and Aubrey Plaza uh, is great. The the uh, SNL Charles Grodin, Mary Steenburgen, anyway. The, that's the, Clifford for the record. Oh my god! The SNL skit where they used to have Jim Brewer, who's a fucking idiot, and uh, it was John Goodman, but in this particular case, it was Colin Quinn, and they were doing Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro's talk show. And fucking the real Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro comes out. And he's just, Robert De Niro confronting Colin Quinn. It was like, uh, who are you supposed to be? And Colin Quinn's like, I'm you. It's so fucking funny. Oh. All right. That's great. Lindsay, last pick. I'm going to wrap things up with Steve Buscemi. He's <laughs> that crazy ass oh, son yeah. bitch. <laughs> just putting on the lipstick and crossing out names on his lips. <laughs> What a weird fucking cameo that was. When he puts yeah, the lipstick on. Right? What the fuck? Right. I mean, uh, he was in Community shit. too. That was Community, right? The How Do You Do, fellow no, kid. No, that was 30 Rock, wasn't it? That was 30, 30 Rock. 30 yeah. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do, fellow yeah. kids. Because, yeah, he was, he was Alec Baldwin's uh, <laughs> yeah. he was a spy. He has an ACDC shirt on. Instead of ACDC, in between the lightning bolt, it just says music band. <laughs> He's got the skateboard like hung over his shoulder. Oh my God. In that weird Steve Buscemi face. God, he's the weirdest looking dude, but like it's, it works. Yeah. I don't know how, but it works. God bless you, boy. Oh, it works. That's good stuff. Oh, I can't even tell you a movie he's been in I, other than that. I can't. Airheads, Ghost World, um, Apollo 13, I, Big Lebowski. I forgot Airheads existed. 
but I, I have heard nothing but good things about that. What was it? Boardwalk Empire. That oh, it's was really in, good. Yeah. TV. Yeah. I watched yeah. that. One. No, that's a fantastic show. Yeah. Yeah. Like twenties gangsters. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a whole deal. He like weirdly fits right into that role. Yes. So he he's kind of like Stephen Rubin that way. Scary. Like he looks really unique, but he just kind of disappears into a lot of. Oh, he was in fucking uh, one person that almost made my list and I don't have any honorable mentions. So I'll just use this one honorable mention. Antonio Banderas. He was in Desperado. With Antonio Banderas. He played his best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also starring Danny Trejo. You should have had Danny Trejo on your list. Danny Trejo is also in King of the Hill. Yes, he is. He's uh, Oh, what's his name? He's Dale's like right-hand yeah, man. Yeah. He looks uh, like Octavio. Danny Trejo. Octavio. He was also in Spy uh, Kids with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking crazy oh. asshole. Uh, he was also in Breaking Bad. That it did not end well for him in Breaking Bad. That's he was true. He was yeah, also that in is. that Predators movie. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He's in fucking everything. He's the Man, Dick Miller of the two thousands. You really can't say that you watch a movie for him. Like he's just in every movie you watch right. anyway. <laughs> you you mentioned Breaking Bad. As since we finished the list, I I had Giancarlo Esposito on there somewhere. I he's feel really like good. he he's fucking that. fantastic. Um, yeah. For older guys, I had Michael J. Fox on there. I almost mentioned yes. him. Like he's another guy who pretty much anything he's in is at least worth a look. I almost put um, Chris Evans almost made my list. Chris Evans was on there. Yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was another one I thought of because I was just Marvel came to mind. So Paul Rudd, mm. um, Bill Hader. When we mentioned uh, Barry, oh, God, I, was, I thought Stephen Root would be maybe the better one to go with there because Bill Hader's been in so little at this point. Um, and then I can't believe nobody mentioned this guy, but he was. If I was not going to do uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Ooh, I yeah. Jeff love some Jeff Bridges. Bridges. I'll take a look. Like I at least want to know what's yeah. going on. I also <laughs> uh, almost had Sly Stallone and Tom Hanks on mine. So Tom yeah, Hanks was on my list too. also. Um, and then I mentioned Maya Rudolph. Uh, John Goodman was another one that mm-hmm. I yep was I had John Goodman as well. Then I did have Paul Rudd, Kevin James, uh, Tina Fey. Uh, and then I was like, I just had a bunch of other ones that I was thinking of while we were doing the show, but I was like, I. Oh yeah, they'll keep hitting you. They'll keep hitting you. Steve Gutenberg. I also had uh, yeah. I had Tim Curry and uh, Christopher Lloyd on my list Tim also. And then like I, said, I was really surprised that of all the names that I, like that I even named here, the only name that I had to remove from my list because somebody else hit it was Cat Dennings from Hunter. Like that was <laughs> every other one was like. That and that one I was like, I'm gonna get this out early just because I think it'll be a surprise, and then it it didn't matter. Like it was, none of the rest of them matched up. All right, Shelby, what's your what's your honorable mentions that we're going to get out of here? Honorable mentions were Maya Rudolph. Uh, Tim Curry was going to be on my list as well. I did keep him off because I thought somebody was going to take him. Jack Nicholson, Robert Downey Jr., Benedict Cumberbatch, Winona Ryder, and Michael Keaton. Oh, fucking Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. Emily Blunt on there, too. I've had her towards the end. Oh, uh, yeah. Sa- Sandra Bullock. My all-time yes. I was actually crush really surprised yeah. that you didn't say Sandra Bullock. Well, it just turns out that a lot of her movies aren't that good. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that doesn't mean you still don't enjoy well, you, it. You didn't not, like the heat. Ninety Sandra Bullock. Don't want to see her newest one that was out. <laughs> while you while you were sleeping and the net, two of my favorite movies. Love it. I love the proposal. Uh, and I love one, potion number nine. Are you talking about the the newest one that she did with uh, Chase, uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Channing Tatum? Brent, yeah. Brent. Did you yeah. watch that with me? Because I watched it, but it may have just been something I put on in the background while I was playing a game. What was it about? Uh, it's it's <laughs> the it one a romance novelist. Uh, that's a no. 
And he played like he is the uh, <clears throat> actor for the model for all the covers for her romance novels. And it, she gets kidnapped a... by, uh, isn't it? Uh, Daniel Harry Radcliffe. Potter? Yeah. 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 yeah Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> it's Isn't it Harry Potter? Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Radcliffe kidnaps her. And uh, then, like, uh, yeah, Channing Tatum goes out to. Channing Tatum finds a guy that's actually capable of saving her, uh, played by Brad Pitt. Yeah. And then, yeah, he goes out there to also try to save her because he wants to prove that he's not just a pretty uh, model. Matthew McConaughey also almost made my list. Anyway, okay, that's it. We gotta get out of here. Love Matthew McConaughey. All right, no one mentioned Ben Stiller. That's fine. He's good too. I wouldn't I watch like the movie just one. Hey, though. I don't. Nobody really mentioned Vince Vaughn. I was kind of. I don't really like Ben Stiller. Vince Vaughn. Um, I don't like Vince Vaughn as a person a whole lot. A weird choice, man, because he he really is in a lot of, of He's a good, good stuff. Actor. But I never yeah. just yeah. And, oh my god, <clears throat> the second season of uh, True Detective. Is not a great season of TV, but watching him act in it was a whole different world. He is so different than he is in anything else. I mean, and he was great in Freaky. Uh, like oh, yeah. Movie and that being he was really good, good in that. Actually, shit, uh, I'm thinking about it. Catherine Newton would have been a good choice for that, too. She's good in everything she's in. And then I recently watched uh, The Dilemma. Uh, that was him and Kevin James. That ended up being like oh, a pretty solid movie. Vincent D'Onofrio. <clears throat> oh shit! Oh, yeah, but I mean that's basically just uh, Daredevil and uh, Law and Order. Oh, I'm fine. sorry, Men in Black. Uh huh. He was great in Men in Black. I forgot Did you he was forget in Men in Black? He, he was the, the bad villain? guy. Yeah, he's the I, freaking I, farmer that yeah. gets taken over. I like, and that's so. This is the third time that that <laughs> fact has surprised me. <laughs> it doesn't look it. It doesn't look like him. But I keep yeah, forgetting that that happened. He wipes that out every time. <laughs> he gets flashy thinged. Someone flashy thinged him. All right. Just how many times you've been flashy thinged? Huh? Oh. You ever flashy thinged me, Kay? No. No. Okay. no. Fuck. Tommy Lee Jones. All right. We gotta stop this game. We gotta stop this game. It's too much. All right. Yeah, it, it can keep fucking. It going. keeps going. All right. We're gonna get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow with an all new horse time. It's gonna be a late horse. The late horses are running, but that's okay. Uh, I'll be doped up. I got me some cocaine, and I'm happy. I'm gonna give it a go. You do not. I do not. No. I might join you. With not cocaine? With cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you walked right into that. I know oh, I did. It's so bad. If Lindsay shows up tomorrow, whenever we do the show, if she shows up just going like, all right, let's do this, then you I'm know. Say, I can't imagine, like, <laughs> especially on shows like, like that, I can't imagine, like, Lindsay coked up. Coked up Lindsay. Because she's already kind Whoa. of, like, like energetic Whoa. whenever she gets, Whoa. like, excited on a show. Whoa. I can't imagine, like, coked up Lindsay. Whoa. All right. My eyes will be bugging out of my head. <laughs> all right. We'll be back tomorrow with an all new horse time. Go check out uh, this week's episodes. A lot of good stuff. Until then, for myself and for Jesse and for Shelby and for Lindsay and for Double H and for Tanner, who's roping someone in heaven. I don't know what that means. Because Red Dead's dead. What? I don't know. What? I don't know. I'm going to go make it his name right now. I'm going to go. Roping in heaven. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Yep. Shelby, take us out. Not this again. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim.